PGA Role Playing. Tonight, doing our fourth and final game with the Blank Body Group of Blades in the Dark. Uh, my name is Steve, and I will be telling the story this evening. And tonight, I've got with me Goose. Good evening, guys. Mark. Hey. And Eric. Hey, everybody. And then I'm going to pass this over to Hunter from Blank Bodies, and he will do his introductions and whatnot. Uh, I'm Hunter, like he said, and uh, I'm here with James. And John. Who is completely muted. I said, hey, yo. <laughs> sure you did. <laughs> Didn't sound like it, bud. All right. If I could get somebody from the blank bodies or the followers of Ixwa to give us a recap of what happened last week with their gang. Well, um, we summoned the ancestral spirit of uh, Count Milos and his family. And while I was interrogating the spirit, the other two went to his mansion to try and destroy the uh, spirit's bones to put them to rest permanently and ended up finding a very, very interesting door. Excellent. And on the COJ role-playing side, or the ghost buggers, somebody could give me a recap of what happened with them. So, uh, our plan, let's see, our plan this week was, uh, our plan for last week was because we stole the cash from the count, we knew he'd probably need to do something like a, a big score so we could settle his debts, things like that. You know, not be not be out too long. We wanted to figure out what it was. So first off, Cockroach found out that there was a big shipment coming in, but we didn't really figure out where. So we needed to go and find out whether it was coming into the ports or the rail yard. And so uh, Jerusalem went in and very, very unsuccessfully tried to pretend he was a big fancy man and uh, was just ignored and kicked out. Huge failure. Then we had... Um, Cockroach, uh, act as, what, like a, a male prostitute bait, right? To get the guy out in the alley and we were going to club him. <laughs> that failed pretty bad too, so they ended up, uh, using Rubble's strength to drag him down to the sewer and we played a little good cop, bad cop and got some information, figured out that it was in fact the rail yard that the shipment of the, uh, not ectoplasm is coming in. Excellent. Okay, so we are going to start with the ghost buggers this evening. So, where do you want to start, guys? All right, so we've got a uh, bit of a twofold plan. We want to do a couple of things. We want to use uh, Rubble's new skill uh, of creating rubble that is either very attractive or very repellent to spirits to cause a, a bit of a commotion and derail a train coming in, you know, with uh, ghostly covered rocks. But at the same time, uh, this is a twofold plan. Our, the other part of the plan hinges on trying to poison a bunch of the guards at the rail yard and pin it on the count. So we need to spend a bunch of coin to hire a poisoner. So that's our first task. So let's see here. Suppose it's going to be uh, me trying to do some hiring because we don't have any direct contacts that uh, that meet those criteria. Okay, uh, so uh, you do know that uh, there are people that frequent certain establishments. They've been known to be able to provide certain services. So you, you know where you want to go. You might not know exactly who to talk to, but you do know who can point you in the right direction. 
Well, good. The, I mean, the most streetwise member of our gang is Cockroach, so he's the guy to bring along. All right. Okay, so you walk into this seedy little bar. You've been informed that people that uh, have the skills you're looking for tend to frequent this area. So you walk into this seedy little bar, and what do you do? Would survey be the rule to check out the bar to see if we can find what I'm looking for? Survey would be the role to check out the bar and see if you <clears throat> recognize somebody that you can talk to to point you in the right direction. All right. It's a good thing that I came along then because I have two survey. Uh, then I will assist uh, Rubble. That's a four. Excellent. You recognize a guy that's fairly well known in the area to be kind of a uh, like a fixer. Like he effectively helps you facilitate things that you're not quite good at. All right, I'll point him out to uh, Jerusalem. You've seen him around. What he does is well known. You've never used his services before. So, yeah, Jerusalem, you've been uh, pointing like, that guy there. He'll know who we got to talk to. All right, so move over to meet with them and explain the plan. We want a lot of guards poisoned so that uh, they're out of our way in the rail yard. And... We want it to look like uh, the Count is responsible for it, too. We'll pay a lot of coin to make all this happen. So you guys got uh, roped into that little uh, scheme as well, I see. We did. Yeah. Yeah, we did. I, uh, I'm i not going to lie to you. Uh, the Baron has done great, great, great things for my pocket. <laughs> um, guards at the rail yard. It's risky. Do you want me to provide you with the materials to do it, or do you want me to facilitate the action? Facilitate. Okay. It's going to cost four coin. And it'll look like it's the Count's responsibility? I will give you my professional guarantee. Oh, yeah, then four coins is a deal. All right, excellent. Do you have a timeline? When do you want this done? Yeah, we need it uh, cleared out so that uh, we can get in there with a little bit of leeway. We know the time the train's arriving. I'll give you the details. And the only other thing I need to know is, do you want corpses? Do you want an asshole of guards shitting themselves in the street? What kind of effect do you want? We want at least some corpses, but yeah, if there are survivors to, to pin it on the count, I think that uh, makes it an even better performance. All right, leave the rest to me. Thank you very much. I think we just got to wait for him to poison the guards now, right? Yeah, we need to get everything else we need in position, get rubble, crack, and rocks. And we and want to invest in a moderate-sized explosive as well. That's right, for our flashback. Yes, well, we need two moderate-sized explosives. <laughs> yes. Cockroach will get us hold of a cart <laughs> and have it stashed nearby. Near the rail yard. Near the rail yard, yep. Yeah, yeah the and train some, station. And some and some containers. And some containers as well, yes. Okay. Not for left sack. Cast. No, like milk crates. Cans. <laughs> Cans, I mean, yeah. Okay, so, uh, well, Rubble, you know exactly who you have to talk to to get the, uh, the demolitions that you're looking for. How big an explosion are you looking for? Something that'll pierce a tanker and ignite its contents. Okay, that's uh yeah, that's a like a medium size, so that that'll be about a coin. Coin. And then something to put a hole in a ground. <laughs> yeah. How, how big a hole are we looking for? Mausoleum sized. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> okay, so that mausoleum was a fairly large room. You're looking at uh, two coin total for the explosives. The the guy you're buying from is basically providing you with the materials. You can set it up the way you want it. You can shape it so that the one bomb, if you need a more direct explosion, you can do that. You are you're a uh, military sapper. You have that info. The other bomb, the, the room buster, if you wanted to just, like, blow out everything and cave it in, you know how to do these things. But it'll cost you two coin total for all the materials to make these things happen. Okay. That's no problem. So we've just spent six coin. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So we'll we'll definitely do that. And then I think we're going to need to do a little flashback. To, uh, to put into perspective, I don't know if I explained this in game one. So one coin is a term in the game. It effectively, one coin is a week's worth of work. So yeah. you you just spent a month and a half's takings, effectively. But yeah, it's awesome. Oh, it's gonna be great. We're making okay. it rain. <laughs> okay, so uh, you want to do a flashback? Yep. So as we were uh, after we had defeated the clockwork golem type creature, the hole. I found a nice uh, spot either behind or inside one of the uh, cubicle or a sarcophagi kind of thing. There's, there's a bunch of niches in the wall. Yeah, that'll do. Something where they're not necessarily going to see also, it if they, they go that, in there and look at it. There is that altar. Does the altar open? The altar doesn't open, but it does have uh, a couple little nooks and crannies that you could pack shit into. Okay, yeah, we're packing uh, explosives inside the altar. All right. And we're setting a timer on it for, let's say, right about now. Okay. Enough so, time for them to, to feel like everything's been done to the mausoleum as possible, and then it explodes. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm going to need from you two rolls. I need a – actually, sorry, no, just the one roll. I want a tinker roll. To see how well the bomb is going to do its job. Okay. Two fives. Excellent. I'll deal with the bomb when I go to the followers of Ixwa because it's going to directly affect their story. So. If anything, I think we just made their job even easier. <laughs> Not intentionally, but I think we might have. Yeah, we're still totally taking credit for killing their ancestor. <laughs> well, you have no idea this has happened. So Right, yeah, once the mausoleum blows up and we know the ghost the, is dead. The explosion is the work of Ixla. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I've been praying for an easy night exactly. and here it is. Exactly. Just um, thought of something. We can't buy explosives now to use in a flashback we did later earlier in the game. So in our flashback we bought the set of explosives. I had thought of that. Uh, I was going to be nitpicky, but I decided not to be. I was kind of I, curious about that. I'm glad that we yes ended it instead, because I was like, triple flashback? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so in the past, place your bomb. What is next? We are waiting for the train and the guards to be poisoned. So that we can get ready to explode where the train comes in and the tracks. Okay, so the, well, we the first... the tracks, not blow them up. Yeah. Your first action, once all of the other things happen and it's time to go, you are going to be 
setting up something to wreck the tracks to derail it. Who's and doing that? How are we doing that? I'm just going to start, uh, I'm going to start busting up the rail right, uh, at the station. Okay. Probably. And do you want me to throw around some arcane substances that'll make it habitable for the, uh, attractive for ghosts? Or Definitely. Do... Yeah, we're, we're destroying the rail yard, right? If the train derails into it, smashes through everything, and then it's littered with ghosts and ectoplasm, it's going to be a bad place. Yeah. Let's hope we can get out of it. That's all. All right, so I'm going to start busting up the rails in the in the station as soon as the guards are taken care of. Undermine under the rails. That way, when the weight of the train hits the rails, it'll snap the rails. So the tr- the track looks good from the conductor's point of view, and then once the train hits that portion of the track, it'll sink. That sounds like a really good idea. Okay, I will need a wreck roll. I got a four. Okay. You dig your trench underneath the uh, railway. You did your math and whatnot. You're pretty sure this is going to work. So when you got to the rail yard, all the guards and most of the uh, employees that are wandering around and some public people that are waiting to get on the train, the vast majority of them are laying on the ground groaning and very upset about something. They are not feeling good. They do not look good. Um, you can count at least six people that are clearly dead. Uh, it appears as though their eyes have burst and are melting. You see a couple people crawling with no eyes and just blood running down their faces. And What you've unleashed here is awful. Cockroach is going to wrap his hands up in some sort of cloth okay. and going to assist people to benches and stuff. Okay. As he is patting them down and relieving them of excess weight. <laughs> okay, give me a finesse roll. We have to recoup somehow. I got it too. <laughs> somehow you end up putting money in their pockets. <laughs> no, you don't find anything. Would you allow me to spend the stress, or do I need to state that before? You You would need to spend your stress to add the die before you make your roll. Um, the devil's bargain, which you've already got one hanging over your head. Not this head. Well, collectively as a group. Hell, if we're going to fuck it up, let's fuck it up big. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just the one die, right? Yep. Two. <laughs> no money. You yeah. guys should probably not do the devil's bargain anymore. They don't seem <laughs> to work for you at all. <laughs> okay. So the hole has been dug. Uh, Cockroach has been failing at picking pockets while trying to appear as though he's helping people. Jerusalem, what are you up to? Watching. Supervising. Okay, so the appointed time of the train's arrival is approaching. There are a number of people that arrive to see the horror that is taking place with all of the people in the area, or a majority of the people in the area. People that aren't afflicted have fled, claiming some form of plague. The train is starting to arrive. Or I'm getting old. You can see it coming up. At the same time, you notice that a group of spirit wardens comes rolling into the uh, rail yard to take away the corpses. I totally forgot about them. Well, I am backing away from the impending train derailment with the highly volatile uh components inside. Good distance. Yeah. Okay. Just in case it explodes all on its own. All right. So you've set the stage. Is there anything else you guys are doing right here, right now? Just making sure the cart is far enough away. 
I don't want it to accidentally blow up with the rest of the stuff. Okay. So the train comes in, it hits your trench, the rails snap, and the train topples, and I don't know if anybody's ever seen what a train derailment looks like. There is considerable collateral damage. Um, there is no explosion or anything, just everything just stops and there. What's step two? Uh, step two, it, well, which way did the primary loading and unloading nozzles on this fall? Are they up um, to the, the side? They are underneath the train. <laughs> That's not good. That's the one place we didn't want them to be. My high dice on your fortune roll to see where it was going to land was a two. Awesome. Maybe um, we should blow a hole in this side then and just try and catch it. We blow a hole in this thing, it's going to explode. Uh-huh. I have a shape charge that's meant to, ex- to blow this thing and probably annihilate most of this station. Well, maybe that's uh, that's how we win, then. We just uh, cut our losses here and take the prize from the Baron. All right. So, is there visibility, on like, on all sides of the train? Are there people on both sides of the track? Or is it, like, everyone's on, say, the south side and there's nobody on the north side or something like that? No, there's there's people all around, but most of them are incapacitated. Okay. So... Uh, the side with the least visibility, I guess you'd say, of especially the spirit wardens. Mm-hmm. You know, they're actively moving around. I'm going to uh, walk up to it as though I know what I'm doing to try to help, but I'm not trying to help. I'm trying to plant a bomb on it. Okay. I'm going to say you can roll your tinker to move with an air of you know what you're about. So I think your professional skill, you can you can just show that you know what you're doing. I think this is worth a couple of stress to make sure that I'm doing this right. It doesn't matter because I crit it on the first two. Nice. Awesome. You run to the scene of the accident. Uh, you've got tools. People are just getting out of your way. There was a group of spirit wardens that was over there. As soon as the train kind of toppled over, they kind of like jump back and they see you running with your tool bag and stuff and they just, they move to the other side of the, uh, tracks. To get just get out of your way because whatever is there needs attention more than that corpse does. Damn right it does. We're also creating more ghost boys. These things aren't being disposed of properly. Nope. Very true. Okay, so uh, for the actual planting of the bomb, uh, you will need to make a tinker roll. It is worth another two stress to make sure I do this right. <laughs> yes, it's definitely worth that extra two stress. <laughs> I got a five. Okay, you plant your bomb, and what else are you doing? Uh, we were trying to get the the plasma out, but unfortunately the valves to release it are under the track. Yes. So I'm thinking we're just going to cut our losses, take our cart, and fuck off after the bomb was planted. Yep. All right. Uh, okay, so the bomb is planted. What kind of fuse are you giving yourself? How how much time are you giving yourself to get away? Um, Nobody's on this side of the whole thing, right? Uh, nobody can see what you're doing except that corpse. Mm-hmm. Okay, perfect. So that means no one can see my bomb. Yes. Your bomb is placed in a way that unless somebody's looking for it, they're not going to see it. Then I say we give ourselves ten minutes to clear out of here. Okay. We can walk. We don't have to run and draw attention. And when ten right. minutes is up, kaboom, she's just going to go. Okay, so you ran over there with your tools and stuff. Uh, obviously, like this tanker, everybody knows what it is. Time it with the one at the mausoleum. Yeah, there we go. That would be perfect. For them to go off, 
simultaneously. Simultaneously, yeah. Um, as you're walking back away, uh, one of the spirit wardens is like, uh, is there any danger? Is There's this, no it? leak. There's no leak. Oh, thank the God. Which is true. I didn't see any leak. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, There's lots of danger. You should put doing. your face right next to it. It's not like this guy's going to be able to tell anyone I lied anyway. He's going <laughs> <gone. laughs> Uh Okay, so you guys meander away. Your heist is going way faster than I anticipated. Um, <laughs> way better. <laughs> well, it would have been slower if the valves were properly set, but, yeah. you know, shit happens. <laughs> okay, so you guys you guys get away, you walk away ten minutes, um, and there is a massive explosion. You've gone around corners and stuff, and your debris is raining down on you. <laughs> we'll just stash ourselves under our wagon and let okay. the wagon take the brunt of it. <laughs> good, good call. Bulletproof milk cans. Uh, okay, so everything seems to have settled down. Uh, what are you guys doing now? Well, we need to sure uh, that the Count got the blame for this. I mean, sure, it's one thing to steal from him, but he needs to, to take the responsibility for the explosion and the poisoning. So we will start a rumor campaign <laughs> <laughs> that it was the Count's train that blew up, and he double-crossed all the guards at the station by poisoning them. All right. Uh, somebody is going to need to roll a sway. Probably me. All right, and he will spend a pair of stress. Again, he really wants to get this right. All right. All right, a four. Okay. You talk to a bunch of people and throw out the story to everybody. Mind you, like, every time you tell it's just a little bit different, but all the details are exactly the same. Right. Uh, Incorporate my different uh, disguises, right, so that it's coming from multiple sources. Yep. Okay, so yeah, as you as you're walking through the city, uh obviously the, these explosions are the talk of the town. Everybody's talking about it, at least in this district. So you go to talk to somebody and they feed back to you almost exactly the information you want. It's like telephone, right? So the the rumors out there, the Count was doing something with the train, and there was an explosion, and all the guards were poisoned, and the, the Count was involved somehow. The specifics aren't quite as clear as you want them to be, but the bones of the information is there. Very good. Enough to start an investigation, right? Yes, or you think. Uh, okay, so is there more that you want to do? The ghost buggers have plenty of time left to do even more stuff. Even more stuff. Like, if you can come up with something quick-ish, you You could reasonably say that we have cleared all the authorities in this district all the way over there. There's nobody in the rest of the district. The train yard is the focal point of all of the things right now. (laughs) Basically candy land for criminals in Uh, the rest of the city. Yeah. So I think we can hit the broker houses now? I think so. Yeah. Misplace his money that's there? (laughs) Yes. Okay. So how are you going to go about robbing the broker houses of the Count's stuff? That's a good question. If you would like, we didn't flush it out. Some time to go over it and I can switch to the followers of Ixwa and finish up them, and then I can come back to you so you can at least have some time to plan your uh, your heist. Okay. That's good. Okay. So, followers of Ixwa, 
I'm going to start with Ragnar Crane in the ritual room of your hideout. You have been questioning this uh, ancestor spirit about embarrassing stories and whatnot about the things that you can try and uh, capitalize on. Yes. Um, the youngest son, Alexei, he has, uh, several gambling debts that have effectively come very close to crippling the, uh, Count's finances. If it wasn't for the Count's political power, Alexei would effectively be a dead man. The eldest son is supposed to be on ship, but suffers from terrible seasickness. So every time he's supposed to be on <laughs> ship, he's actually in hiding in the city. The spirit tells you that he is generally stashed away in a whorehouse very close to the Duke's docks. Okay. Or sorry, the sorry, the Count's docks. That's effectively the the, the best information you get out of this spirit. Okay. Anything you want to do with that, or... Yeah, so they took the thugs, but we still have our um, expert rook, correct? Yes. So I am going to send the rook out to find the um, brothel and the eldest son, and I want to know where he's at. So I'm going to get you to roll a consort or a command, depending on how you usually talk to your underlings. Um, I'm gonna do, um, command, just because I took a cultist, so I get a bonus die since they worship the, a god that I've consorted with. Excellent. So, let's see. I got a six and a three. Okay, so he takes off. So, your rook is going to find the duke's eldest, and then I will switch to the manor house. You've just opened the door. You see this girl uh, rocking and staring off into space and moaning and whatnot, and the room is absolutely opulent. There is a very loud bang, an explosion, if you will, and the ground shakes. Things fall off shelves and shatter. The girl seems unaffected in any way. She's still just sitting there rocking. What are you guys up to? Now, my question after that bang is, is the strand still there? No. It winks out. Uh, also, back at the ritual room, the ancestor spirit dissipates into mist and is gone. Okay. Um, the second the spirit disappears, I'm going to start preparing to um, summon uh, Ikhwa. Okay. So right now I'm just prepping for that, but that's what I'm doing. Okay. Uh, are you prepping for it or are you doing it? Um, I suppose I would just be doing it because we took the cult ability that he just shows up sometimes, but I want to give him a little push. All right, so Earth Shook, you are in this room, lots of now broken glass and stuff on the floor, and a girl. Ikwath provides, brother. It would seem the uh, ancestor spirit has been destroyed through divine providence. Ikwath provides. Wonderful. Um, Then it's time. Father Pathos is really excited right now. Picks up the girl. She's pretty light, yeah, I would assume. I mean, everything is light to Pathos, but... Yeah, she's a a little waif of a girl. And just kind of hands her to Strix. Okay. So, we start to go out. Um, We're going out the front door, right? Yep. Okay, we're going out the front door. Okay. There is nobody in the house. Oh, all right. You go up the stairs and walk through to the front door and walk out. 
No, if there is nobody there, we are not leaving this house in one piece. Oh yeah, we'll catch it on fire. Oh yeah, yeah. As we're as we're leaving, we knock over oil lamps, kick over casks of alcohol, whatever we can. Uh, I will actually roll either study or actually no tinker because tinker would make more sense than study to be like where to put the stuff to actually make make it to make the fire go big. Yeah, instead of just ah, it is scorched house. I want to be like ah, it is a pyre. All right. You. I assume I've got the assistance of the thugs and pathos. Alright, go. Okay, that is a two, five, and two sixes. Okay, uh, yeah, you successfully set a fire, uh, and it seems to be moving at a good clip. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay, so, you guys walk out the front door as smoke is starting to billow out of open windows. Oh, we're and, going out the front door, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Are there peeps there? Uh, people? Yeah. Uh, there's a, there's some people. You see people running down the street. It looks like they're running away from. There aren't any guards or anything at all. Nope. Oh wow, this changes things. I guess we leave. Let's move on. Rex. My full plan had a, like there was going to be resistance. That's what my plan was. So. I mean, you know, there's 15 leaves. guards. He goes over home. <laughs> there, there's 15 guards over in the in the courtyard. If you want to visit well, violence upon the world, I thought that's. I thought they were out front. I no, guess I they was were confused. The, they were in the back uh, by the mausoleum. Oh well, in that case, I want to leave the house going that way because that's. I thought we were going to be walking into a crowd by leaving out the front door. Oh, okay. Uh, yep, that's fine. You, like I said, there's nobody in the house. You have lit the house on fire. You walk out the back door into the yard into chaos. Cool. There are a couple of corpses on the ground. There okay. is a crater. Oh. And uh, you see like six or seven guards that are functional. <laughs> okay. They seem, they seem disoriented. Okay. Uh, is the old silver-haired dude still there? Uh, no, he is not visible. Hmm. Okay, well, Pathos is going to, like, step out of the, like, burning house, you know, very yep. cinematic. Um, as he's kind of walking down the steps, he's just going to point at the closest guard and just, Where is your master? He's just yelling at him. He was here moments ago, but then the, the ground erupted, and I haven't seen him. Yes, by the grace of Ichthwa, we, uh, he just kind of gestures to the crater. We have killed his god and wish to speak with him. Uh, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know where he he is. Who are you? Why are you here? I am Father Pathos. I am here to, well, again, so just kind of gestures at the crater. <laughs> the guard starts yelling and trying to get people to come over and deal with the people that have just admitted to blowing up the grounds. Cool. And now we do a tune to summon Ichthwa. Yes. Which Essentially, I, we're trying to pull a group ritual with Ragnar at home base doing big boy stuff and him channeling Ichthwa. Okay. I would assume Ragnar gives me a bonus die. Yeah. That, everybody is working towards the same thing? Yep. Yes. Okay. Uh, I will also, I'm going to be doing twofold things here, which is great. Uh, I'm also going to spend stress uh, to up my dice pool. And when I do that, my toxic trait is activated at my discretion. Okay. I'm going to secrete my drug and just put it on Pathos and the thugs and then channel the god. 
Awesome. And I'm trying to channel the god into Pathos. I want to be a vessel. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Come on, guys. This might not end well for Father Pappas. That's totally okay. That's (laughs) That's totally okay. We came here to fuck shit up. Yep. Honestly, let's be real. Being a a vessel to Pathos and dying in the process is the most beautiful thing that Pathos could ever do. Okay, I got a one, a two, and two sixes. Why are we rolling so well? This is starting to be upsetting. Because I have two in a tune, and then I stressed and got a bonus die. Okay. Sorry, Steve. No, it's perfectly okay. All right, so you commune with your god. All of you feel this. There's something just right with the world now. You have secreted your toxin onto your thugs. You can see that the tendrils of Ixwa are uh, flowing from them. Father Pathos. Yeah. You are filled with just pure ecstasy and glory. My vice is pleasure. You all of a sudden are one with your God. You can feel its presence in you. Your physical body actually increases in size half again. Damn. Um, what are you doing? Oh, I'm going to kill everybody there. All of the guards. You gotta and, leave one to tell the story. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm yeah. gonna try to leave one. I'm not in full control, but I think that Ixaw would like the, uh, the story to be told. I and would like. Rix will be walking the fuck away with the girl. That's a good idea. <laughs> walking quickly, I'm going probably. To get. Must go faster. Must go faster. Are you skirmish, wreck? Um, you know, either one. Um, at this point, it's probably wreck. That's probably, thematically, I think you're correct. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to get you to roll that. Uh, You are under the influence of the toxin. Times two. Times two. You gave me two two doses. Uh, So you can make that with a plus four dice. Nice. And, yeah, a lot of things are going to happen. Cool. And we're hoping that we can also have an immaculate Ixwa birth into this girl. Um, a six is the highest one I have. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you grow in size. There's normally it's ghostly tendrils that kind of like fade in and out from your skin. Uh, you actually have tentacles coming out of you now and flailing about. The guards are absolutely terrified. Uh, they are trying to get away. Ixwa provides, and not a single one gets away, except one boy. Cool. Uh, you, not done with your heavenly rage, turn and start breaking down the walls of the manor house and kicking over trees and just generally laying waste to everything in sight. Cool. At this moment... The glory and ecstasy of being one with your god reaches a crescendo, and Father Pathos's mind shatters. Cool. I'm fine with it. The hulking thing that was Pathos continues to just rain destruction down on everything in its path as it moves towards the water and steps into the ocean and sinks beyond sight. Cool. Was there much city between this and the water? A couple blocks. Cool. Was. All right. 
Yeah, I was going to say, how much of that is actually standing by the time? Uh, not a lot. It's okay. a lot of a lot of broken stuff. Very good. Good. Okay. Uh, Bye, guys. <laughs> All right. Guys, so. as he lives, extremely violently <laughs> and devoted. Okay, so I have seven minutes of your time left. What are you doing with the girl? We're taking her back to our uh, to our hideout. We're also seeing if we can channel Ikthwa into her. Okay. Well, it's more like into, like, she's going to be birthing the child of Ikthwa. Bingo. In, oh, okay. in a while. Yeah. Immaculate <laughs> conception, you know. All right. Yep. Okay, so I'll need somebody to make an attune roll. I'll do huh? that. I will assist you with that if you want to, Hunter. Sure. Might want to use some stress, because... Well, it's the yeah. end of the night. I'll go ahead and do that. So a tune plus a bonus plus a me. stress. That puts me at four stress. Yeah. Oh, missed the table. Let's try that again. So two, two, four, and a five. Okay. You perform your ritual. Uh, you again get the sense that you're being touched by your god. Mm-hmm. The sense that you get is Ixua is happy, but also very tired. Ixua had a very big tantrum. And then the feeling kind of fades from you, but you notice that the girl's eyes are less distant than they had been. Hmm. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to leave it there for you guys. Okay. Goals accomplished. And back to the ghost buggers successfully walked away from a giant explosion that has done serious damage to the city. <laughs> real quick question before we fully fade off. Yep. To see if I can get uh, Hunter in real quick. Can you roll a sway campaign to convince people that that was the work of Ikthwa? That was divine Ikthwa intervention? Hunter, can you hear me? Uh, I actually... Yeah, I have one dot in sway. I guess I could take the stress. I could uh, assist you if you want. Okay, so that puts me up at six stress. If it uh, if it affects the situation at all, lots of people saw that thing leave the manor right after the explosion. Yep. <laughs> yep. All right. <laughs> the reason I was like, wait, before before we finish, I forgot I wanted to do that. I was Sorry, what was your roll? One dot plus his assist plus the stress. Ah, uh, two, two, and four. Okay. All your people are out in the street just praising Ixwa and uh, party. spreading your rhetoric and taking credit for all of the chaos that is happening right now. This and, all uh, was visited upon his house because he angered Ixwa. <laughs> yeah. So, ghost buggers. All right. So, ghost buggers now plan to get some loot for themselves. They're going to get the, uh, the count's money from the broker houses. And in order to do that, they flash back. A couple weeks ago, in a bar with another member of the uh, the Count's household staff, and they're bribing him to uh, get some information about the, the Count particulars and temporarily purloin the Count's signet ring so we can make a copy and pretend we have his authority. Okay. Okay, so we have our cart with our milk cans and our disguises and our signet ring, and we go into the broker house in our disguises with our signet ring, and we tell them, we were sent by the Count. Everybody around here is hearing these rumors that he's being blamed for the explosion at the rail yards. 
and he doesn't want his money seized. So we're here to get it out and take it under the cover in the milk cans to get it away. We've got a signet ring. We've got all the particulars. Okay. So I will need a roll for your flashback. Okay. Uh, how are you trying to you're, – you're bribing the guy. Yeah. So consort or sway? Consort. Okay. Give me a roll to see how well that works out. Right. A four. Okay. So you get the information that you need, but the signet ring, he can give you a picture. He can't get you the ring. Okay. We can work with that. We know enough tinkerers that we can mock up a replica. Mm-hmm. You know a tinkerer. I can assist. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you have a, a a good drawing of the signet ring. And you know that the vast majority of the Count's accounts are with this brokerage. Yeah, that's where we go. I will need a tinker roll to see how well you um, recreate the ring. I will assist uh, Rubble with it. And I'll take uh, two stress. Going to need some release after this mission. I got a five. Okay. All right. You've got a ring. Perfect. Um... Okay, so you wander into the brokerage, and you are going to talk to the people and tell them that you need the money. Right. So you walk in. Uh, there's people running. It's a considerable amount of chaos. That's what we're hoping for. So eventually somebody runs up and says, what can I do for you? The Count, he said it's here. We need to get his money out right now. You've been hearing all these rumors. The, they're saying the rail yards were his fault. They're saying the docks the other day were his fault. Things are just going bad. He's afraid his money's going to be seized by the government. We need to move it quickly. Uh, starts shuffling through papers. Can you roll an action roll of, I'm going to say, sway? sway? Yeah, put the pressure on. And there's my six. Nice. Okay, yeah, he finds the account. He's like, uh, okay, um, it's going to take a little bit of time to get this together. If, if you need help, we can help you. I just got to fill out the paperwork and I'll get somebody to bring the money in. Hurry, hurry. It's really important we do this right away. He's He was very, very clear. We we can't waste his time. Okay. You wait for like three or four minutes, and somebody comes out with a uh, cart full of money. <laughs> the guy you were talking to comes up with papers. He's like, okay, I'm going to need a signature here, signature here, and uh, you can put a wax seal with the signet ring here. Sign, sign, stamp. As, as uh, Jerusalem's doing that, Rubble and Cockroach are transferring the money into the milk jugs to then move to our cart. Okay. As this is happening, the second devil's bargain you made (laughs) comes into play. Uh, Two rather rough-looking individuals walk in the door, and one of them demands that all of Count Calver's uh, accounts be closed and handed into their possession right now, and the clerk that you are talking to looks at you, looks at the guy, and goes, what is happening right now? We're wearing fancy clothes, and they look rough. Clearly, we look more reputable than Yeah, you're being robbed here. Get the security to bounce these guys. But that is... Jared Calver, the Count's eldest son. Right, he's trying to take advantage. Everybody knows he's a bit of a powder head. He's trying to take advantage of the confusion and steal his father's fortune. And isn't he supposed to be on a boat? A boat that blew up, I heard. Um, the gentleman that had spoken draws a cutlass and says, I'll have answers now. What is going on? <laughs> What's going on is we are getting the F out of here. <laughs> <laughs> 
How much of the money have we transferred? Uh, you've got about 12 coin in milk jugs. Nice. Let's roll it. GTFO. <laughs> there, there's probably still maybe five coin on the cart, so you got the we've vast made, majority of it. We've paid our money back and then some. I say oh, yeah. we're good. Yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you're making a run for it? We're making a run for it. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm going to need... How are you getting away? Cart racing? Uh, I don't know if that's going to work out so well for us. But, uh, Into the sewers? Is everyone inside the building? Right now, like yes, they're we're inside, all the, inside building. the building. Okay, we push our ways past, and I wreck the door in such a way that it's jammed shut, and they can't chase after us, and we book it. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to smash it so the door is jammed into the frame, and they can't get it open. Okay, a six and a five. Okay, yeah, you uh, you dart past them and kind of like just body check the Duke's son. And he kind of stumbles aside. You get out the door and slam the door shut, and you grab one of your chisels out of your uh, bag and slam it into the jam to kind of, like, wedge the door shut and start running up the road. Dragging our cart with us. You were dragging your cart with you. Uh, there are a lot of whistles coming from all around and kind of moving towards this area. There's also a lot of whistles everywhere. The blue coats are out in full force. We need an alley, and we need an access to the sewer. Yep. We just have a cart full of milk. We're all right. No, this we don't. They're going to search our cart full of milk. <laughs> <laughs> People dragging a cart full of milk in the middle of a disaster is pretty high. Is highly suspicious. <laughs> all right. Just, just, It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Alley with the sewer entrance. Okay. Somebody give me a survey. I've got two in that. Can I get an assist? Nice. Six. Six. The third one was a six. It was a one, two, six. Awesome. Okay, yeah, so you are running up the road, and just as you see some of the blue coats coming down the street, or, like, turn a corner, come down the street, you guys duck into an alley, and there's a sewer access there. You have enough time to get the thing open and... Again, you can hear the boots stomping past the mouth of the alley as you just slowly settle the manhole cover on top. Mm-hmm. Smelly money is still money. And, uh, yeah, so you guys get away with 12 coin, and uh, huh, we still have like a half hour left. Uh, we have 16 minutes. 16 minutes? Okay, yep. I think we might make this a short one, because I don't know if we can really pull off another heist in 16 minutes. No, no, but the ghost buggers want to go claim our reward for doing the most damage to his fortunes and not being the gang responsible for killing the Count. <laughs> yes. I mean, uh, we need to find out what the uh, what the end of that is. And also, I mean, you could come back to us and the weird girl stuff. Hmm? Uh, no, I'm not coming back to the weird girl stuff. Uh, that okay. is actually now going to be something that happens when we do season two. Okay. Um, oh. you, you, we have, uh, we you have, have done a thing. Uh, Good. okay. So you guys make it back to your, uh, the ghost buggers and everybody make it back to their, their, uh, hideouts. Uh, everything is, you know, you've got your money, you've got this weird girl. Um, she's bringing our God into the world. <laughs> so it always works out real well. Yeah, yeah. You 
A few evenings later, uh, everybody is requested to join the Baron at the Silver Chalice again. Are they allowed in the Silver Chalice yet? Is, is Cockroach allowed back in the Silver Chalice? <laughs> For this evening, yes. Okay. I th- and I assume we're going down one man. Yes, you... Uh, what, Pothos uh, doesn't make it? Come on now. Pothos <laughs> has not been seen since the incident. But, ah. Cool. Well, that's probably fine, then. Yeah, can, I'm good. We can get Pothos. Okay, uh, so you all show up. The Baron is standing on the, the stage again. There are eight of the ten gangs currently present. The Baron steps up onto the stage and says, Ah, the survivors. All has gone so well. The Count has been ruined. His reputation has been destroyed. And my agents tell me that the, the ghost buggers and the followers of er, Ikthwa are responsible for a very sizable amount of that uh, damage to the Count and his his people. Thank you very much. As promised... I will be providing you all, or you two, with uh, patronage. Uh, I will be not asking for any of the money that you acquired as a tax. Uh, and you will both get a great, great amount of respect in this city. The... Like official church status? <laughs> <laughs> I might be able to pull those strings. Uh, Count Calver. Graduated thug to new Father Pathos. <laughs> Count Calver has thankfully survived the events that uh, transpired a few days ago. Uh, he was arrested for his involvement in things that he had no involvement in. His lands and titles have been taken from him. Count Calver was found dead by his own hand in his cell this morning, and I couldn't be happier. Thank you very much. And he turns and he walks out the back door. Um... As soon as he walks out the back door, everybody in the room hears what sounds like hammering. And within two or three minutes, the room is starting to fill with smoke. Yeah. Uh, Cockroach is finding a way out. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I just Uh, look at everybody and go, who wants to try some new godly drugs? (laughs) Um, Who wants to go ape shit? Jerusalem. Cool. (laughs) Anybody getting drugs? I will drug every single willing participant to disrespect their surroundings <laughs> immediately. Okay. Just spin the stress because I have to exert myself and just exhale a big fuck off cloud of drugs. All right. Uh, what the drug does. So I need a tinker roll to see the, how well it affects. And that's where my exert comes in. Yep. Okay, so I got a two, a four, and a six. Okay, perfect. Uh, everybody gets to roll any, anything prowess, you will get plus three dice. Okay. My drugs are not fucking around, people! There is a re- reason why Pathos was so good at fighting shit. <laughs> I got a five to beat my way through stuff to get out of here. My <laughs> tools. As well. Three. Alrighty. You got a three? Yep. Okay. Under Strix's breath, he just goes, also maybe highly addictive. <laughs> yes. I got, <laughs> a, I got a six to just wreck my way out of the building. 
Okay, so between you guys and the rest of the uh, people in the room that are trying to fight their way out of the clearly on fire building, <laughs> uh, a hole is broken through a wall, and you guys run out into the street. The building is 100% on fire. There is no sign of Baron Kellis or any of his men in the streets, and that's where we're going to leave the story. You have escaped the intended death, <laughs> and uh, there is a very powerful man in the city that just got a hell of a lot more powerful and wants you dead. All right, so the ghost buggers are going to do a flashback. Lead <laughs> <laughs> to the bomb we put on the underside of his carriage? That's right. <laughs> because we expect the double cross? <laughs> All right. Thank you very, very much for listening to our collaboration uh, episodes with Blank Bodies. I know, for my part, I had a lot of fun, and I feel like everybody else that played had a lot of fun. Uh, I'm sad that it's over, but I'm glad that the stories got told so well. So I am Steve from COJ Roleplaying. Tonight I had Goose. Oh, it was such a great time playing with you guys. Uh, I hope we get to do it again. Maybe sometime soon, but uh, have yourselves a good night. And I also had Mark. Jerusalem uh, wore out his old dealer, so it's nice that he's got a new one. <laughs> <laughs> and I also had Eric. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. This has been a, a great time. I cannot wait for season two. We are going to destroy this city some more. <laughs> nice. And I'm going to hand it over to Hunter from Blank Bodies, and they can make their goodbyes, and uh, he can uh, plug whatever he needs to plug, and then we'll get back and do our social media stuff. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, I just want to thank you guys for having us on. It's been super fun. Yeah. I've heard a lot of good things about Blades in the Dark, so it's fun to get to sit down and actually try it out a little bit. It was really fun having you guys on our show. If you're listening, I haven't checked it out. Uh, we did a uh, vampire game with these guys as well. That was also super fun. Uh, our other hosts who couldn't join us for this, Sarah, ran that for them. But, yeah, I want to thank you guys for having us again. If you want to check out more of us stuff, everything's on our link tree, link tree slash blank bodies. Um, I don't know if uh, John or James have anything they want to add, but... Uh, I, uh, I'm very glad that I immediately saw... Not only the ability to make my own stuff with the alchemy, but then went, if I take Toxic, I can excrete this stuff. I originally was going to do just a poison, and then John was like, what if we had, like, religious bane drugs? And I was like, if I can just dope a whole crowd of people, you know what? It's great to have that in the pocket. Just exert yourself and be like, hello, drugs. <laughs> so glad. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. I can wreck this house if I need to. Everybody else? Drugs. <laughs> I'm going to say I had lots and lots of fun. Um, I was hoping that Pothos would just be a destruction machine, and, well, he got to become a lot more than that, you know, which is really something we all want to be, right? Just beyond our own goals. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I took out of this. All right. Well, thank you very much, guys. Uh, and... Goose, I'm going to get you to do the social stuff, because I can never remember all of it. All right. 
Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, you can email us at cojroleplaying at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to get onto any of our other social media pages, you can go to linktree slash cojroleplaying. We also have a Patreon page that you can reach at patreon.com slash cojroleplaying. If you have a Apple podcast listener, uh, if you can give us a five-star review, make any comments. Anything helps. We need to get more exposure so uh, we can get on the other lists. Other than that, we had a great time with the uh, Blank Bodies. If you haven't had a chance yet to listen to them, go see them. They're on every social media. They're on every podcast outlet. Uh, listen to our collaborated games over there. We had a blast doing it. And uh, have yourselves a good night. Yeah, thanks, Steve. It was lots of fun. Yeah, Thank you. Fun. Bye. Bye.